Good morning. Welcome back to the Creator Sessions. Uh, today's another episode, and uh, we just wanted to. Uh, <laughs> it's like problems we're live, but I haven't done again. I haven't done the intros for a while. There you go, go ahead and do okay, the intro. Guys, go, thank go. you very much for for tuning back in. It's Wednesday morning. It is the Creator Sessions. I'm taking over from Dia because he cannot speak this morning. Yeah, I think maybe you've had too many coffees. Well, need more. Anyway. More coffee? Not enough. I don't know. Um, guys, just to recap last week. Thank you very much for tuning in. We had some great feedback from that. Um, uh, that show, uh, the podcast is, is doing really well. We were talking about the entrepreneurship journey, the Taking entrepreneurial decision-making process, when you take the leap, um, all, all of these things. So just a, a positive mindset in terms of stepping into the sort of entrepreneurial journey. So that worked out pretty well. True, and we had, we had a lot of feedback from the episodes from, from, from a lot of the listeners who actually took that decision. Mm. But there's, a, there's the, the, the next step from you know, taking that choice and working for yourself or starting your company or w whether it's your brand, yeah. is how do, you, how do you sustain yourself and how do you raise business? Exactly that. So today's show is all about how do you get yourself out there? Um, it's a very common question we get from a lot of startups. Um, to be honest, we even get it from a lot of major companies, but that's why yeah. we're in business. Uh, we help large organizations get themselves out there, uh, build campaigns, uh, talk to their various segments of their target audience, um, and we can help you do this on, a, on a, obviously a much smaller scale because we've actually done that ourselves. So sure. starting off with hustling, how do we hustle, mate? I mean, it, it, goes, it goes in so many different directions. Like you said, whether if you're a large company or if you're doing this for, for yourself. I'm going to start from a perspective of, let's say... Yeah. Let's say we're talk, <clears> talking <throat> to those people that have either about to jump into the entrepreneurial space or they have in the last couple of years, let's say the last mm. two years, and they've got a small to medium-sized business sure. and they're trying to build their brand. So, so we'll, what, what, are the, what are one of the first we'll, things? I'm going to take Create Production as an example here because Good I think example. that's very, uh, very, very close to home. So we've been in business now for about two years. Yep. Uh, we've got... Uh, of course, visibility and our, our own sort of clients in the market that are returning clients. Mm. And that's how we, we've managed to develop the business and grow the business. But also we've noticed is that there's a, there's a lot of the, uh, the big players and even the other big sort of partners in the, in the industry mm. that don't even know that we exist. Exactly that. So creating, part of Hustle for me, at least my understanding is creating a strategy to at least get awareness like into the market and, and, and yeah. connect with the right people so that business opportunities will start falling. Yeah. And, 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 and creating. So. I fully agree with that. One of the things when you're starting a business is you get so tied up in the day-to-day -day operations that it's very easy to just focus on that and lose sight of the fact that you also need to be marketing and selling your business. So what's happening in the next few months? Yes, you have to deliver. Yes, you have to execute. But you also got to have at least 30 plus percent of your mindset around what's, what's going to, well, you know, what's going to happen next. So you know, one of the things that I did, I started Create Media around about nine years ago now. And one of the things that I did religiously was go to a networking event called BNI, uh, Business Networking International. It's one of the biggest um, of, it, of its kind in the world. Um, that worked really well for me. There was uh, you know 20 odd people in the room and they became almost like sales agents uh, for me. So same 20 people every week. And we, we basically, each of us would stand up and say, this is who I'd like to be introduced to. This is the business I'm trying to develop at the moment. Mm -hmm. And those other 20 people were inclined to then try and help me do that in the same way that I was then inclined to try and help each one of them based on what they were requesting that sure. week. Sure. So it worked really well. One of the other things that I used to do is go to um, uh, industry events uh, and also um, any sort of, uh, let's say business councils, British business group, for example, here in Dubai, uh, is something that was useful to me as well. So I think when we say hustle, there's uh, a couple of different ways to do it. You need to be as effective as you can. So look at the market and be like, okay, there's a trade industry event, there is a um, whatever gathering that it might be, that's, yeah, whatever it is that's relevant to your industry. Go to those, meet people, understand what their needs are. How can you add value to them? If you come in with the mindset of adding value, yeah. like, yes, you're selling your product, but you know that your product can help 
um, solve, solve any of their problems, yeah, yeah. you have a real opportunity to, to really hustle and build your, sure. build your visibility. And, and I think apart from, from just focusing or, or let, let's say only waiting for these uh, opportunities to be, to be available mm. in the market, whether they're events or uh, you know, the, the weekly meetings, is you've got to create your own. You've got to yeah. set a plan for, for example, if it's summertime and it's a downtime, but you still mm. need to grow your business and you still need to make a plan to raise awareness. I'd, I'd recommend, you know, we, we were doing this at the moment is we're creating a roadshow where we're yeah. taking our you know, best work and actually showcasing that off to the other partners in the market. So yeah. that helps as well. Uh, create your own opportunities and go out and... and, and, and uh, uh, fully. Here, here's another example. So Alexandra Meyer, who was on the show last week, um, if you haven't listened to that podcast yet or haven't seen that video, go check and check it out. It out. Yeah. She did a great job um, on the show with us. One of the things that she does is do these free meetups. So um, there's a one coming up for Ramadan. Uh, it'll be a free meetup okay. and it'll be basically like a masterclass uh, for uh, one or two elements of social media and allows everybody to, to come together. And you're going to be there as well. I'll be there. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're nice. just waiting on some dates, yeah. but I'll be there. I was, I was there at the last one. It was excellent. Nice. Um, nice. But the reason, the reason I bring that up is because through that, she's inviting a lot of people to come uh, for, for a free seminar, let's say. But then yeah. off the back of that, I'm sure that she's getting business inquiries because she knows what she's talking about. She's exposing her skill set to more people. Uh, so then, therefore, that will drive business it's as well. So. Create, creating that sort of network opportunity, which is, which is important for everybody. And, exactly. And it, it you know, ripples back. So I think that leads us really well to the network and understanding yeah. your, your network of friends, understanding your network of people. Because a lot of us, like you said earlier, like we, we all have a decent amount of, you know, look at our friends list on Facebook or Instagram, yeah. and we are not really utilizing that connections or these connections mm. to their fullest potential. And it's, it's always a, a two-way uh, two direction. If, if you are able to add value to somebody, yeah. then they will definitely be happy to, to work with you. So uh, tell us more about how can you leverage your network? Well, the other, the other side to it is don't be afraid to ask for help. And when people are starting up um, a company, whether it be advice from somebody, whether it be maybe support if they can purchase your products, whatever it might be, don't be afraid to ask for help because a lot of people won't have that conversation with friends and family because they feel awkward about it, but then they're just shooting themselves in the foot. But, but also, referencing the, our conversation offline earlier, how many people, that, let's say within your network, both socially when you go out or let's say just across social channels, and you have no idea what they do professionally, mm -hmm. maybe your biggest customer is actually sat within your extended yeah. friends group and you've got no idea about it. So if you're not willing to engage with your um, you're sort of that, that sort of wider group of contacts. If you're not willing to engage with them, then they're not going to be educated around what you do, mm -hmm. um, and, you're ne and you're not going to be able to build your, your network through that way. So, really sitting down and, and thinking about who's in your current network at, at, at the moment, and who do you potentially can you reach out to and say, look, let's go for a cup of coffee. You know, I get that all, uh, all yeah. the time. You know, uh, as do you. Like someone reaches out, I'm trying to get something off the ground. Um, please, can we meet for a coffee? Uh, That's true. Sometimes that just ends up being a phone call, but at least you're making contact with people that can potentially help you in one way or another, even if it's just advice. Definitely, and it also links back to, um, to what we're saying about content, because if you are telling your story in enough, exactly. people will kind of, will, they should know what you do. So it's always about, you know, as much as possible, with, without being you know, overboard, but as much as possible in an authentic way, uh, tell your story, tell people what you do and showcase uh, your best work. Uh, uh, 100%, so. here's a prime example. So just last night, it was about 10 o'clock at night. I get a message from somebody that I've done a little bit of work with about three years ago. Had zero contact with this person since, but because obviously we're putting content out often um, from my personal channels, from us as a business, across all of our different business channels, we're obviously top of mind with this particular person based on what we do around sort of social media. So I get a, a message late at night. Hey, I've moved jobs. I'm in this role now. Um, are you interested in, in coming in and having a conversation with us around sort of uh, around social media management? So it's that sort of, uh, um, 
understanding that process and, and realizing that if you're putting content out, you're not even having to ask that person. You're just putting good quality content out, which shows you know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. That person or, or any of these people in your wider network, not necessarily the people you spend the most time with, but yeah. it's, the, it's the 50 people that are around them, that they know you and you know them, but you don't necessarily see them all the time. Sure. So if you're creating content that they're seeing because social channels allow us to leverage this, then you have a real opportunity to position yourself. Sure. So when they think, ah, I need somebody for A, B or C, they think of you, sure. and but then there's that's a, where you deliver. So there's there's another side to, to being able to, to stay consistent on creating yeah, good content. Exactly. Is so how do you do that? The, uh, the well, the problem with with that is we always notice that we, you know a lot of people actually fail, like with mm. with being consistent. Yeah. I've had a lot of friends who say you know cool for the next thirty days I'm going to start creating content. Whether that's a that's a sort of a challenge that they they tell themselves, yeah. or even they announce it to their community. like the vlog a day type yeah, concept. Like, like, but that yeah. could apply to to you as a brand. Yeah. Whether, for example, you're a business and you want it to be more consistent in telling a story and creating content online. Uh, and I feel like if you are able to share that with your community, then at least you're a little bit held accountable yeah. for you know the the frequency and for the type so of. So it's like content. saying I'm going to run a marathon, right? <laughs> I'm not going to run a marathon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying your, to get that on your, camera. I'm trying so that's hard. That's your thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, but, but yeah. So like commit, committing to something and then sharing it with your community sometimes helps. But also because like, and we've noticed this as well is hmm. when you're sharing content, the the the. Uh, advantage of sharing content or kind of like the 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 the, the, the so goal how should you treat yourself is that what you're trying to get at in terms yeah. of I mean, your mindset around it's a long-term plan right yeah. it's like creating content you don't get the wins it's not short-term win mm. when creating content it's it's about a strategy of you know maybe a year or two years to get to the point where you're actually on, on top of people's minds yeah. so people give up too soon mm -hmm. when you're creating the content and that's one thing that you need to stay consistent you need to find yeah. that motivation to keep going and keep grinding and uh, just keep pushing you know your story out to, to the public. So. Definitely, Look, one of the things we spoke um, at length about uh, recently was about um, seeing yourself as a brand. So I'm not necessarily saying from a personal perspective, although there's a, a relevant com conversation to be had there. What we're what we're talking about in this context is about entrepreneurship, and you, you've started your own business. Now, I was very bad at this uh, in the in the first few years, even though we were in social media. Um, you know, for the first I'd say up to five years, we were we were pretty poor in terms of what the content we were putting out as an agency and personally I know I'm fully responsible for that we were so busy with all of our clients work it was the whole traditional the, the sort of the, the age-old conversation rather of I'm spending all my time on my clients and I'm not spending enough time on myself so a website wasn't good enough social content wasn't good enough and when we changed our mindset around this of saying right well we're gonna we're gonna see ourselves as a brand mm -hmm. when we decided to make that call um, and we started to invest around that. We got the wonderful Jen on board to, to be our brand manager. We've got the guys behind the camera that are, that are here to help us create content. Um, once we made that mindset shift, everything then changed in terms of the quality of content, how we approached um, content planning, all of these things. Now, I know it's quite difficult for, you, for, for many to say, well, you know, I can't afford those things. But if you just have that mindset shift and you, and you treat yourself as a client, then you can do so much of this yourself. There are many, many tools that you can, um, that you can leverage. Uh, you can schedule a lot of your work, use uh, programs or software. So like, yeah, like Hootsuite, <laughs> Later, all of these things. So firstly, it's that mindset shift of saying, I am a brand, mm. I need to build my own company, and that's going to help me, certainly in the sure. long run. Um, and we've seen some real examples and of it, that. It, it doesn't take a lot of a lot of people miscons like uh, conceive the idea that you need to spend you know uh, creating content let's say every single day, which which is great if you can. But if mm. the, the alternative to that is if you sometimes spend half a day a week 
Yeah, creating like content a, for the like rest of the week. Or exactly, like, yeah. and it works. And if you're able to chop that content up and then seed it across the week, then mm. you're you're covered for the for the. And you're consistent also in, in, in delivering your message and staying relevant. Exactly well. that. And look, what we're doing right now, the reason we're creating this content is twofold. Firstly, we want to try and add value to you as a community. Um, hopefully, we can, we can help people with decision-making processes that they're going through, that we've been through over the last few years. Um, but secondly, we're doing exactly what we're advising you to do. We sat down here for 20 minutes. We've prepped for this for maybe an hour or two and had a few conversations um, beforehand. So we come in, we sit down, we create this piece of content. It's Let's say it's 20 minutes long. Then, whether it's ourselves doing it, um, if you're a smaller organization, fortunately, again, we have a team with us. Um, that team can then take 30-second and one-minute clips and create separate videos, top and tail it very easily. Most of this can be done in apps. You can do most of this on your mobile phone just by just by cutting. Sure. So in, in a most rudimentary fashion, you could say, right, well, here's a 10-minute piece of content. And in your phone, you're going to create another four clips out of that. You go straight into Hootsuite or Later or something, one of those uh, uh, softwares, and you just schedule, as you said. So look, create that one hero piece of content and then chop it up. You, know, you mm -hmm. can take photos. I mean, the, you know, JP's behind the camera taking a few photos of us. We'll use some photos of this as well, and we might create quote templates. We might create sure. other pieces of content around it. Sure. So you don't have to invest like every single day hours of time to create um, long-form pieces of content. You sure. just do it once a week. And if, if you feel like you're you're struggling with coming up with ideas, or if you feel like you're struggling, if you're a little bit shy, let's say, in front mm. of the camera, the other suggestion is try to collaborate with other people as well. Very much that's so. That's going to increase your, your audience, and that's going to give you the confidence to you know create more content. And you, you start, that, that will snowball. That will actually pick up momentum, and then you start finding that you're confident enough to mm. have your own streamline of, uh, stream of content, for example, and uh, it, it's always easier to, to, to be in front of the camera with someone else, I think. That's, I, I, that's, uh, I, agree, I agree with that. Um, and also, podcasting is a, is, no, is a perfect example of yeah. this. Interviewing somebody uh, around a coffee table in exactly the way that you just meet somebody for a coffee anyway. You don't even have to have a camera on you. You just have a microphone on the table, and you sat there, and you have a conversation simple, about something yeah. that you know about. It's super simple. You guys do this every single day. The only difference is you're just recording it. Now you do this consistently, again, you chop that piece of content up, you get some visuals around it, yeah. you can do so much with, with, with that. And, and you're investing in your brand. Yeah, you're investing so. in your brand, you're creating good content, and you're leveraging other people's um, visibilities, which brings us on to the conversation around influencers. Yeah. So if we're talking about influencers, there's you know, one prime example that we spoke about earlier, um, the Skinny Me Tea, which was one of the first teas that you know, I'm sure you've seen it, mm -hmm. um, some, a lot of it, uh, attractive, young, um, mostly female, but I think there was some male as well, um, influencers that were posting around tea. So literally, yeah. nice photo, a lot of sort of like the yoga type vibe, um, uh, focusing on, on, on that industry. And that, that brand launched an entire sort of segment of the, of, the, of the industry around the sort of detox tea and the skinny me tea. Um, there has been some uh, backlash around that later on, but let's focus on the original brand that launched that. So the girl Greta Van Riel was, mm -hmm. in 2012 had $24 in her bank account. Now she went from that to seeing an opportunity with a product, and she just hustled every day. She's on Insta yeah. just on Instagram. Yeah. If she saw somebody with over a thousand followers, she kept it super micro, so she didn't have to pay any of them, mm -hmm. and she just hit them up. Hey, what's your email? And then she would send them tea. 
So then they post about this tea and then she just kept on doing it and doing it and doing it and started to scale it up. She built a multi-million dollar nice. business from leveraging other people's influential communities or, or, or sort of engaged communities that they've spent years building up and she didn't have to spend any of that time. So it's hacking just those. Engaged, exactly, yeah. it's just it's engaging with other people and, and like the way that we might bring somebody onto the podcast and have a, have a, you know, a really in-depth conversation is they're gonna take that content yeah. and push down their channels, right? So you get to leverage. And there's, there's always value there as well. For, I mean, at least when, when creating content, you're hoping that it, it, the value ripples to different uh, mm. uh, pools of networks. But uh, what's interesting about what you just said as well is identifying your niche, yeah. which if you are trying to like speak to the wider audience, understand who is your, your main audience and speak to them directly. And I think whatever extra sort of people that sort of jump on uh, on your brand or follow you, then that's that's a bonus. But yeah. as long as you know exactly if you're, let's say, a, a, a fitness influencer or if mm. you're a musician or a content creator, identify that niche and try to speak to them directly. And, and that's going to accelerate your... Uh, your market for I, sure. Look, I fully agree with that. And I think that there's one thing in, in closing that sits above all of the different elements that we've spoken about. And that's, and that's actually understanding your strategic approach as to who you're trying to speak to um, and how you're trying to speak to them and why you're trying to speak to them. If you understand the answer to those sure. three questions, so you've, you've identified your target market, you've identified, let's say, how you're going to actually reach them. Um, you, mm-hmm. you, know where, you know what are they interested in, what podcasts they listen to, what content do they want to consume, and you really understand why. Why are you doing it, and why should they be interested in your content? If you've got that top-line strategy, all of these things that we've discussed below yep. will all fall into that. So sure. why are you at this event? Because it fits in with your strategy. Why are you using these 15 influencers? Mm-hmm. Because they speak to your target audience. So once you've understood that, everything else falls into place. So mm-hmm. it goes back to treating yourself as a brand, because as a brand, this is what we would do for companies on a much larger scale. Um, treat yourself that way. Uh, take yourself kind of out of the picture in terms of your mindset and say, if I was consulting for me, how would I approach this? What, what would I put together? Exactly. Um, exactly. And, so and I would say also <clears throat> stay authentic to who you are because that's going to keep you, that's going to keep you going. And I feel like very much. a lot of people who try to get into a certain industry or a certain type of business or pretend to be something they're not, mm. it, it, it won't last too long because as soon as you start facing the challenges and difficulties, you're going to stop. So mm. if, if you are 100% true to what your message is and what you're trying to say, and if you completely believe in your message, then you're going to be you're going to be surfing through all of these challenges. Exactly. But uh, that's that's overall. I think you know what what what, what we what you were saying there summarized exactly the uh, sort of the, the the umbrella of ideas that we we wanted to put forward. So yeah, guys, thank you very much. And um, closing on that, um, stay tuned for next week. This will be going out on podcast, and the guys will be chopping up. There'll be a couple of different videos going out. So thank you very much for tuning in, and um, thank you everybody on Instagram Live as well. Uh, we appreciate you and uh, hopefully we can add some value. If there's anything you would like us to talk about, anything that you're stuck with, please do ask, um, ask questions. Hit us up on any of our social channels personally or the company's social channels um, or even just the comments on any of the videos that you're watching here. So if there's anything that we can answer for you, let's get into it. Let's, uh, let's add as much value as we can. So thank you next time. Much. Hopefully in the new office. Yeah, in the new office. It will, <laughs> it will be. be. Yeah, it will be. Cheers. Yeah. 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 See you.